I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at littleempirepodcast. This episode of The Male Gaze was brought to you by bigpipe.co.nz. Thanks, Big Pipe, for sponsoring this podcast. Big Pipe's internet plans are contract-free, unlimited and start from $69. Oh, fun. 69. Love Sexy. that number. Ooh. Hey, breaking news, guys. This week's episode is all about the uh, plebiscite that was potentially happening in Australia. Newsflash, yesterday the Labour Party have said they will block the plebiscite from happening. It doesn't look like it's going to happen, but this podcast was recorded about a week ago, so we're going to be talking about it as if it's definitely happening. Capiche? Capiche? Capisa. Fine Cap- ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. It's the day okay. They're both male and they're both gay. The male Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of ages at hopefully 16 plus. Uh, nah, 14 plus. We want to inspire young kids. Welcome to Male Gaze, the podcast star- starring. Starring? Do we use that word? It is, we are starring. There's no supporting cast. Yeah, we're the stars of this we podcast. We are the stars of this podcast. And if you tell us otherwise, we'll... You get out of here. You get, leave. Get lost. There's no one else in here. Uh, my name's Eli Matthewson. And my name is Chris Parker. Welcome Along. We're so happy to have you. Um, we, uh, We're happy to be in your ears. Yeah. Or on your Bluetooth speaker. Well, I often listen to podcasts. I use my iPad mini. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play it out of the iPad mini speakers and I do. I like put, put walk around the house, leave it on the desk as I, as I put the laundry up. You oh, know? So it sounds like someone's in the other room talking. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it sounds like an interesting conversation. I like to play my podcasts in a speaker behind a closed door in another room so someone thinks there's someone else in the house. Mm. And it will be a serious podcast. So it sounds like there's a serious conversation going on in the house. And everyone's uh, like, don't go in there. There are people having a very serious discussion. I don't know who they are. I like to attach my podcast to a drone and the drone <laughs> flies above my head and I'm like, is that God? Is that God? Is he talking about me? Um, shout out to anyone who's However you listen, that. you're welcomed here. And we're so happy to have you. Uh, we start this podcast, as, uh, as you may well know, uh, with a fact. Fact of the gay. We're each going to deliver a new piece of information about uh, LBG, which is my favorite soft drink. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh my you- god, I had an LBG. Oh, can I just get an LBG? LBG? It's just oh, Al Bacino. Al Bacino. That sounded like so many different things at once. I was trying to say like cappuccino, and then it said like Al Bacino, and then it just sounded like Al Pacino. Yeah. It's like a great, it's a great drag name. It's a, it's a great drag name. Al Pacino. Al B- <laughs> it's quite weird. It's a great drink name too. Yeah. 
Chi, unfortunately, I recently found it. I always thought it was like super healthy. It's got so much sugar in it. Chris. Everything has sugar in it's it. So much. They lied to us on that. Everyone, the, if there's one thing you can take away from this podcast, say, and it's a universal thing. It's not even just like a gay thing. Mm. Sugar is in everything. Sugar is in everything. I'm and sorry. People are trying to take you down with it. Yeah, they are. Um, I learned. Okay, this is not a fact of the gay. Okay. This is just a fact of the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I learned that the sugar companies, and oh, so many people already know this fact. Sugar companies bought out that health rating system that you have on um, like oh, the yeah. star that you have on food packaging mm. so that they can be like well it's got no fat in it and so it's five stars but it'll have like heaps of sugar in it is this is this in that sugar film that everyone's seen I haven't seen that yeah, I just I heard this fact from someone else so it's, this is second hand fact of the day it's cr- you will see like chocolate chicks marshmallow cereal and it'll be like four health stars yeah exactly or anything Outrageous. for kids lunch boxes which it's like a candy store They're, those things are not for lunch no also like a candy store is the uh, candy of information that we provide in Fact of the Gay. Chris, would you like to share your Fact of the Gay first? Okay, starting with my Fact of the Gay. Um, so I've got the new iOS update on my phone. It's tricky. There's like some bits I don't like about it and there's some bits I do like about it. Mm. It looks like the, the... So on your home screen, it looks like the clock is just a little bit too low. Do you, yeah. I, well, maybe that's only on my... I don't know. It's because you've got a 3G. Yeah. Anyway... New emojis, new emoji alert. Oh, yeah. Lots of different options, lots of different new family options. There's female athletes, which is crazy that they weren't female athletes in the first place. Outrageous. Outrageous. There's like single mums and single dads with kids. But, ladies and gentlemen, there is a pride flag emoji. We finally got one. I cannot believe this didn't already exist. I know, it's crazy. And then that got me thinking, I don't actually know the history behind the, the gay pride flag. And so I did a bit of research 15 minutes ago in the cafe and did about two minutes of reading on it. So here is some great information for you. But the flag was invented by a man, Gilbert Baker, born June the 2nd, 1951. Um, he was a openly gay activist and civil rights activist. You can read this all on Wikipedia because <laughs> I am right now. He invented the gay pride flag um, in San Francisco. 19. It was first used in 1978. Wow, that's uh, recent. Very recent. Um, during the sort of uh, hippie culture over there. And initially, eight colours. We've only got six on our flag now. Which ones did they take out? They took out hot pink and violet or turquoise. One or the other. One of those. Well, I, I'm They're s- very similar to those colours. I never know. I'm a bit sad they took out hot pink. Yeah, well, they couldn't. This was the thing. It was hand-stitched. It was mm-hmm. huge. And then... When uh, Gilbert, was that his name, Gilbert? Yeah. Yeah, a Gilbert Baker wanted to get more of them made and contacted like a industrial flag making company. They were mm-hmm. like, we don't have enough pink fabric. So consider taking that hot pink out, mate. And he's like, all right. So he got rid of that. And then also later on when there's a new edition, they cut out the indigo, turquoise, whatever. Um, so we've got six colors now. But the colors each stood for... A thing like it was all. Oh wow! He's, he's quite an artist. Yeah, Gilbert. Um, hot pink sexuality. Tick. Tick. Big big <laughs> pink tick. Big pink tick on that. Uh, red life essential. Mm, Without yeah. it, we're nothing. <laughs> um, we, we've all done it. <laughs> we've all we've all lived once. Orange healing. Oh, mm. like like um. So I guess pink and orange is sexual healing. Yeah. So you can oh, have little I combos. Yellow. Sunlight. 
really important. Vitamin D. I guess without that, there is no red life. There you know? is. So it all ties into it. Green, nature. Beautiful. Natural. We are all part of it. Naturally green. Turquoise, magic and art. Oh, I love that. <laughs> a lot also, of, but that's not on the flag anymore. Yeah, I guess... Um, <sighs> what I'm quite glad is there's no like... Um, like brown sport, you know, or something like it's like a, <laughs> brown butt stuff. <laughs> butt stuff. <laughs> um, blue serenity and harmony. Oh, quite a happy one. Yeah, that's it quite is the seventies. I wish we'd kept magic and arts over serenity and harmony. To be yeah. honest, and uh, violet is spirit. That's a good one. Not I presume vodka, gin, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Midori. Malibu, Malibu. <laughs> um, yeah, magic and arts. Quite an interesting one. Yeah. Magic. I guess like I guess what we do is magic. Yeah, we are mag I guess it's not talking about like close hand magic or street magic. Have you ever seen a gay magician? I don't know if I, I, don't think are I there, have. Are there openly gay magicians? I'm pretty sure Chris Angel was like yeah. a little bit bisexual or I something. Think the prerequisite to uh He's experimented. Yeah. Oh wait, surely there's the guys with the tiger, Siegfried and Roy. Okay. Yeah, names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are like were they? They probably kissed once. But they were kind of like of the, the same time as like Liberace. So everyone was kind of a bit sort of oh, yeah, showmany. Yeah. But I, I wonder if they were gay or not. I'm going to look this up. Okay, cool. You should, deliver your fact of the should day. Should I start on my fact of the day while you do that? Okay, I want to talk. I'm going to take this to the research. Well, we have a research lab here. So I'm going to take this down to the research lab. Okay. Yeah. I want to talk about something with a very crazy name that I can't believe was like a... Uh, uh, I mean, this wasn't the official title for it. But so in the military, um, they used to have a thing. This was during uh, Reagan and Bush years, pre-Clinton. So Don't Ask, Don't Tell is like Clinton era um, yeah. homosexual practice in the military. Meaning, you know, if, if you don't tell anyone, it's like it doesn't exist. Uh, but prior to that, during Reagan and Bush, Bush's reigns of presidency, uh, they had a kind of a uh, thing called the Queen for a Day Clause. What? Get a load of this. So basically, it was like you, uh, th- if you were homosexual, you weren't allowed to uh, be in the military. But uh, there was this queen for a day clause, which meant that you could have had gay sex once, but if you could prove that you regretted it, they just swept it under the rug. What the fuck? Isn't that the most insane thing? And what also just such a funny name for it because yeah. I'm, I'm in my mind this is how it rolls out like in a dumb movie somewhere like he's like we found out that you were caught like having sex with a man he's like yeah I was in college and I I was drunk and it was all a mistake you know and so like it's all very like butch but I still like it. it's called queen for a day yeah I like that they have a stamp so there's the forms that they're talking to him about and they're like okay we're gonna stamp it they stamp Do it they? stamp says queen for a day no they don't have this is not official oh I was like I want one I of those stamps <laughs> queen if, for a day er day if you so it was so it was super weird as well like if you a lot of straight people said that they were gay to avoid being in the military uh, and if you wanted to prove that you were uh, to not be in the military you needed to either have a note from a psychiatrist oh my god or your hairstylist or <laughs> 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 or a oh, note yeah. from Cher. <laughs> Cher's just like, bloody, I'm signing so many so letters so many in the letters. moon. I just want to make more music. <laughs> but I'm just bogged down with this paperwork. military paperwork. Um, uh, you could also have letters from uh, past lovers as well oh, as proof. God, tense, right? Imagine no. being like, hey, sorry about how things ended. 
Um, please? I'm sorry for cheating on you. Look, I'm in a real stew at the moment. I'm trying to get out of the military. <laughs> I need... And they'd be like, I'm not giving you that letter. Or however it ended. Yeah. Hey, Siegfried and Roy. Yes. Oh, I'd love to hear about them. Uh, I'm reading this with you at the moment. I'm on... Um, do you know the website like queerty.com? Yeah, I do. Good, good, good website. Okay, great. Um, I just want to know if it was like a reasonable like source. The, I've, the, I'm the on every- it sometimes, but it's usually like... Bieber nude pics like and I'll be like I'll be on Queerty I feel like the most like articles that I've read the most on Queerty are like a uh, high school student who did porn um, has been suspended right <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just one specific article one and article, the only but- time you were ever on the website <laughs> yeah yeah they are all uh, in case you didn't know Siegfried and Roy are gay I mean when you look at pictures of them it's like of course <laughs> <laughs> their faces are orange from so much that they look like I mean, the bigger question is, were they actually magicians or were they just uh, tiger tamers? They never... What is this? Here's a quote. They never... They they just never came out. Las Vegas magicians, uh, magicians for Siegfried and Roy are coming out of the closet in a highly anticipated autobiography soon to be released. Mm. It may not come out as a big surprise to most people that the two performers are gay, but it will be the first time that they admit this officially. Wow. Okay. I see you, Siegfried and Roy. This is great. Other right. there's other articles that are like maybe you want to read about Britney Spears planning VMA comeback. So I don't know when this article I've was released. Already read so many articles about Britney Spears VMA comeback. Um, pr- before it happened and after it happened, and we'll talk about that in another podcast. Uh, it's funny that Queen for a day is considered like a bad thing. Like in my mind, it sounds like a, like you're treated like a queen for the day. Yeah, it does. It sounds like you get like as much biscuits and tea as you want. Or like a primary school system where it's like you're the apple of the teacher's eye one week and then you're queen for a day queen the other. Day. They put a desk in the corner and you get to sit on a throne that's put on top of the desk and you get to boss the other kids around. Yeah, like an absolute queen. <laughs> and everyone's like, yes, the teacher says answer you, yes, queen. <laughs> to me, it's like in the context of the military, it sounds like it goes around the whole, your whole like army base. Yeah. Everyone gets to be queen for a day once and just... Even like the most staunch guys get like dolled up and walk around yeah, and like with heels and with heels and like a little gold speedo. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, a little angel wings, that kind of look. That's what the Queen for a Day clause should be, yeah. and I'm hoping, I'm, I'm assuming that that is what happens. When in the you brought it up, today. I was like, oh my god, this is an amazing progressive like initiative where everyone gets to try out being Queen for a day. Mm, no, incorrect. Incorrect. Uh, bad clause. Bad clause, and thank God it's over. Wahoo. Hey, so this week on the episode, yeah. this week on the episode, this episode, we are talking about... We're talking about gay marriage. Yeah, great issue. Uh, and it is... Uh, or just like marriage. Just I, marriage. It's funny just... that clause of gay marriage versus just marriage. Yeah. Oh, Do it's you a I never think it, when people, we've had it in this uh, beautiful nation, Aotearoa, land of the long white cloud. We have had it for three years now. And when people ask me. Wow, that's quite a long time. It's quite a long time, eh? It literally feels like yesterday. Yeah. But also at the same time, when people ask me, they're like, uh, do you think you'll get married or whatever? It never comes into my mind anymore that I should have had or to had fall. to fight for that right. I'm or exactly anything, you know? the same. I'm like, hmm. Which is kind of um, the problem with being young. <laughs> That's the problem about awful millennial. Yeah, we just kind of, we never really had to fight for it. I guess we, yeah. I always kind of knew that it would pass. Yeah, I'm the same. And I knew that it would pass before I wanted to get married. Yeah. So I'm an ungrateful. But then I've got lots of friends who are a little bit older who were like, we thought we'd never be able to get married. Yeah. I went to my first marriage of um, a same-sex couple in February this year. Mm-hmm. Beautiful ceremony, obviously. Yeah. 
um, just like thought out perfectly and just like a wonderful weekend. Um, and that, that was brought up quite a few times. Like we're just so grateful to be able to get married. We just never thought it would be an option. Me and, uh, I don't know whether I would want to get married personally now. Like I've always kind of mm. thought about it. I guess it's because, because the, the question of whether I was allowed quotations to get married has meant that I've just questioned the system entirely as well. I'm the same. And I, and I have never been sold on the idea of marriage as a whole. I'm not, it's mm. not at the, mo- at, up until this point, it's never been a, a, th- a goal for me. Here's the thing that gets me though, is the party mm. and the gifts. I love a gift. Party, and gift, honeymoon. Yes, 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 yes. And so, there are lots of people, even in uh, heterosexual relationships, who just don't believe in the idea of marriage. And so, yeah. they're missing out on this party, though. This is the I thing. Know. And uh, my sister's married, and my older brother's getting married this summer. And, yeah. like, you know, your parents throw a bit of money into the wedding, and you get new suits, and people buy you really nice gifts because you're a little bit older. Yeah. And it's just like, and there's a, you know, there's like lot, there's like, like one really good party in your life that. I might miss out on because I don't uh, believe in this idea of marriage. And so I'm like, I kind of want to come up with an alternative Yeah, where I'm like, this is my, what would be a marriage, but I'm not getting married. This is what do you call it? Well, me and my boyfriend have been talking about it and we're like, the best thing I could come up with was the day we got a dog. Oh yeah. You have a huge party for the day you've got a dog. And we sign everyone meets the dog. And so we planned it like we would be on one end of the altar and then the dog would be on the other end and then the dog would come (laughs) galloping down the aisle into our arms. You don't get to look at the dog before the day because it's bad luck. And it wears a veil. (laughs) (laughs) And we reveal and we're like, It's a Labrador, no. Oh. I don't know what kind of You don't want a Labrador. I mean a Labrador would be fine. It's so nice. I've always wanted like a beagle or I really want a beagle. Um also quite sold on like a Scottish terrier at the moment. I just want don't want that smell. I don't want a stinky dog. And I just want a little one that can I can kind of pick up and pop wherever I want him to go. But not small that it's tragic. Would you get a male or a female dog? I don't I wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. I think three men in the house is quite a full on energy. Or it'd be like two and a half men. Oh, yeah. Like the show with Ashton Kutcher. He's <laughs> my reference for that show now. Um, here's what my equivalent of a wedding would be. Yes. Just spitballing off your idea of, of the day you get a dog. Yeah. So, so you're working this out in the moment, I guess. The, right now. This so, is coming to me right now. Like a lightning bolt. Great. Uh, is this a think tank then? This is a think tank. We're okay. just brainstorming ideas. So for me, it would just be like, this is me and my boyfriend's day. And we... It's just a day where we got to do whatever we want and you have to come and the party's about us. So, like, I would perform an original... Like a narcissist party. Yeah, like a narcissist <laughs> party. It would be like, I will perform an original song, like, not a funny one. <laughs> and everyone would just have to listen to it. And, and like and, it. And like it. And, and, and act like it was a great concert. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Yeah. Um, uh, my boyfriend would probably do like a, an art exhibition cool. and everyone would have to look at and all buy the, the art. art and purchase it. It all must go. It all must <laughs> <laughs> That's on the invitation. All must go. You all must. There will be singles. They all must go. All must go. And there will be art that all must go. Yeah. Also, it's a potluck, but it's not. You cannot. The standard is high. If you bring a pull apart loaf. You get sent away at the door. <laughs> There's a bodyguard who checks what you're bringing in. And he's like, you can't come in here. Yeah. And me and my, me and my boyfriend, we don't have to make shit. We don't have to make anything. We just eat. Um... What else that, happens? The thing is, right, that not even a wedding is this narcissistic. I know. <laughs> we also go around in the circle and everyone says something nice about us. And we and we don't have to say anything in return. <laughs> <laughs> not even a thank you. Not even a thanks for coming. Not even a nod of acknowledgement. Yeah. And it, and, and it lasts for 24 hours. Like, not that- Whoa, this is a long party. You don't have to be the party all that time. But I'm going to go out here and say, I think you're pushing it. <laughs> Okay, and I don't expect me to RSVP to this. It's it's cancelled. <laughs> I'm, I'm cancelling the Facebook event right now as I'm talking oh, to you. Good, I've, you've made a you've made a great decision. Thank you. Hey, so the reason why we're kind of discussing marriage equality though is um, we are lucky in New Zealand to have the uh, same sex marriage. Mm-hmm. However, um, our old neighbours over the ditch. In Australia, was that your Australian accent? Uh, no. Can you try it again, please? I could do a better one. Yeah, I think. Um, I just get into my like home and away kind of voice. Oh yeah, that's like my. I like that kind of. Yeah, it's like our friends over the ditch in Australia. Yeah. Do you find Aussie accents like quite sexy? Because I find them. Yeah, they are quite. I sexy. find them really hot. I'm not Depends doing who's one. Speaking. Yeah, I, this is pretty bad accent. Yeah, I like that kind of like urban Sydney. Like, yeah. hi mate, I'll get a long macchiato, and now I'm gonna go fuck my secretary. Oh, that's cool. I like um sort of like a racist Australian accent that's like from out in the you know <laughs> yelled on the train <laughs> yelled, yelled heckling at me on the train somewhere. Um anyway, Aussies, we love you. We love and, you. And uh, things are fucked up. Yeah. So Australia, for those who don't know, uh, do not have marriage equality in their country. It's crazy. So I've been doing the Melbourne. I've done the Melbourne Comedy Festival every year since 2013, and I've always and I've been there too, but. Uh, just wanted to add that <laughs> you in there this isn't all about you uh, I, is what i'm saying <clears throat> i have done the melbourne comedy festival <laughs> three times and <laughs> you are wiping me off this you're making me I, invisible I, I erase you from a lot of my you're memories taking my voice away <laughs> I, I feel disempowered a lot of your credits i just attached to myself <laughs> uh anyway i find when i first did it you could make jokes about marriage equality about how New Zealand had it and they didn't have it in kind of like a fun, sexy it was, way. It's like, ha ha, we and don't you you will get this someday, but we've got it now. And we were like older brother, yeah, little brother like, scenario. Ha, ha. And now, like literally this this year, when I was there, if you made a joke about that, people would just be like, oh, it's it's pretty bleak. It's, it's really gone on sad. too far that it's not really a joke anymore. It's actually a, quite a problem. And so they're putting it to a national vote in something called a plebiscite, which oh that word I. It was literally the first time I've heard that word in, a, in ages. And, it, I mean, I, I, I think of the word pleb. Like, oh, yeah. oh you're wearing... Well, let the plebs decide. Yeah, like, oh, he's such a pleb. He's wearing, you know... Oh, a sack. A sack. Oh, a he's pleb. such a pleb. But, yeah, plebiscite is like... I got confused between... We had a, a flag referendum over here over what kind of flag we would have in New Zealand. And I thought, oh, a referendum must be pretty similar to a plebiscite. And they are, from what I can tell, there's some small things that are different. Right. What 
what we found out this morning through research is that if it was a referendum, uh, they'd have to have a majority yes vote in four of the six states for it to pass. With a plebiscite, I think it's just a majority vote of the overall population. Majority rule. Majority rules. This plebiscite, though, is also non-binding. So no matter what the country votes, it's so weird that the government has been like, um, hey, we want to put it to you guys to decide because we can't decide on this thing that we should obviously be saying yes to. Which the rest of the world has clearly made up their mind on and have moved towards a much more positive Progressive yeah. way, and then they're like, "But uh, whatever you say, um, we'll just we'll take it into account, we'll think about it, and keep thinking about it for years." So essentially, what's happened is there's seventeen, fifteen, fifteen million dollars up, uh, which are going to be split in half, Oof. and half of that money will go towards a, a pro same sex marriage equality campaign, mm-hmm. and the other half will go towards a uh, against same sex marriage. Uh, Campaign. So essentially, there is government money, taxpayers' money, going towards a campaign that is going to prevent same sex marriage from happening, which is crazy. It's insane. It's amazing to think that you'd pay your taxes, like me as an openly gay man would pay my taxes, and that money was going towards a campaign that was preventing my. Um, right to be able to get married. Yeah. You consider how people get so angry about, uh, for instance, like if there's a TV show that's funded by New Zealand on air that they don't like, they're like, this is my money going on to fund this. <laughs> Taxpayers' money yeah, on this garbage. Think about your money going towards a campaign to actively like take away rights from you. It's, it's ridiculous. And oh. almost the plot of a reality TV show it's, and not the way a government should be working. It's so weird. Also, like, the no campaign. Why should they get money? I'm trying to go through... I can't even remember from when we were doing this, like, what arguments there were against it. They're always like so there was, like, ridiculous. six people as well who were kind of against it. And there was no... I, I mean, I was... Uh, there were probably some sort of campaigns that were trying to prevent it and lots of, like, you know, family first. Are they... Who are... Like, you know, those sort of... Yeah, yeah. Weird... Group organizations. Well, there's Colin Craig was battling about yeah. as well against it. I uh, oh, let's do a shout. I would love to do a shout out to uh, Nikki Kay, who I did the Pride debate with yes. uh, last year. She's a uh, national, national politician. politician. Um, she's really awesome, and we I did it with her last year, and it's the hardest gig ever because everyone that comes and watches it is a Labour supporter. I'm a Labour supporter. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to talk about my politics openly, but I, oh. <laughs> I was on. There's a hot bit hot. there to interrogate. Ooh. Uh, anyway, I was on Nikki Kay's team. It was uh, me, Nikki Kay, and David Cameron. Uh, not David Cameron. What's his name? <laughs> I Who's David this. Cameron? Isn't David Cameron the Prime Minister of? Uh, yes. uh, well, the former Prime former Minister of the of. United Kingdom. Um, David Seymour. Oh, yes. David Seymour from the Act Party. David Seymour from the Act Party. So this is my team. We're going out... It's Jacinda Ardern, Ursula Carlson, and Josh Thompson, a.k.a. the most, one of the most beloved politicians in the country, plus two of the country's favourite comedians, oh uh, versus God. Nikki Kay, me, who no, no one knew, and, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and David, David Seymour. Seymour, who is the head of the Act Party. And, oh, God. Anyway, so Labour is our kind of, like, centre-left party, yeah. uh, and Jacinda is the young rising star of a party that, to be honest, is uh, doing a lot of shit shit work. They don't uh, have a strong leader, and she's uh, 
definitely a strong voice in that party. A young gun on the rise. Uh, David Seymour is the... Shout out to Jacinda if she's listening. I love Jacinda. I'm a huge fan of her. David Seymour is uh, head of ACT. Uh, He uh, is the only member of the ACT party who's got a seat in Parliament. ACT is like far-right money people. All white. You know, it's one of those parties that's like all white men. I don't really know much about them because I'm never reading up about them either. Well, I don't want to know any more about them. Uh, And Nikki Kay is a young uh, member of the National Party. She is Jacinda like main rival for the Auckland Central vote. Uh, anyway, Nikki has done an amazing job being. That was just, really well done, by the way. I thank you. Um, I didn't Maybe even study political you, science. You what? I didn't even study political oh, science. Yeah. But I thought you said you did study political science. No, I was like, that's a surprising fact. I wish. Uh, so national centre right, uh, but Nikki did a lot of work within that party. She's a really good friend of uh, Louisa Wallace, who. Um, uh, drove the bill Drove the bill To legalise gay marriage And Nikki did a lot of great work Within the National Party Trying to get uh, Everyone on side Boring people on And side. a lot of uh, Members of the National Party Who were previously against it Who'd voted against Civil unions Then voted for That's Gay great. marriage And Nikki also has secured Funding for Rainbow Youth She's um, an amazing lady I don't know I just I love her uh, Anyway I think it's important to Even though you might not Like a party you know, Or you might So like Your views aren't coincide with nationals views or whatever but to understand what uh, some of those independents yeah politicians do in that party and specifically for like your community and to know that like you know i might not be a national supporter but to know that nikki k is a huge supporter of like rainbow youth and um of uh queer rights in this country it's like an important thing to know she got when you told me that i was like that's and that's amazing to know. She secured a bunch of funding for uh, Body Positive as well, which is for like men, like uh, men diagnosed with AIDS. Yeah, which is like a hard thing to get funding Absolutely. for from the government. I think she's awesome. Anyway, we got uh, we did terribly in that debate. And <laughs> Not a, she's, a lot of booze. <laughs> oh uh, everyone God. hates. Everyone hated uh, her. But me that's and an David. example of people just being like, well just seeing a big national flag on her face and not actually understanding what she's doing and just kind of judging her on uh, face value, which is kind of unfair and a bit ignorant. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) I guess what we're saying is politics is a complicated system. Yeah, it is. And everything's not black or white. Where are we heading with this? Well, I think everything is black or white in Australia and they should be (laughs) changing their minds. (laughs) It's... I... I mean, maybe it's just because I have only met left-wing Australians and we do the Melbourne... Yeah. We've both done the Melbourne Comedy Festival. <laughs> yeah. And we've I feel met- like the only comedians in Australia that I've met are, like, gay people yeah. who are very progressive. Yeah. To me, and 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 there's so many... I don't know, it's such a diverse scene over there. Yeah. And I feel like and when you watch TV, there's a lot of diverse voices. and I, But then underneath that, there's just this huge conservative army of losers but i just feel like um australia's getting more and more of a really bad like reputation at the moment like this is so much going on over there i'm like this is not actually a very pleasant place to live yeah get out of there come over here but don't take uh there's only a few gay comedians over here and jobs are scarce please and few, so don't, maybe don't come please up. don't take my jobs <laughs> i really I was need them. Say, but don't take our jobs and i was like i can't say that that's a horrible thing to say <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so, it's not going to... the This plebiscite doesn't mean... Yeah, this is going to go... This, there's a bill that is forwarding this plebiscite, but it means that it will, if it happens, it'll happen in February of yeah. 2017. Yeah. And it's non-binding. I mean... This is the, the, main, the other real problem with this is that there is a... Um, 
you know, a can like a government funded campaign which uh is against same sex marriage, which is like growing up as a young uh either like openly gay or closeted uh kid, like it, like how are you supposed to feel like taking these ste- taking a step out into um, and being more open about your sexuality is okay when you've got um a government funded campaign that is like openly saying that they don't want you to get married literally uh, money is going into a campaign to stop you getting the same civil rights as other people yeah what the hell like i can't even if i put myself in that situation like it's ter- it's it's terrifying um, and kind of appalling. People are still using the argument of gay marriage will lead to bestiality in Australia Ugh. right now. Like that is one of the no and campaigning the main, people's. The thing. main kind of issue about how they always sort of sexualize being gay, like it's it's only a sex thing, which yeah. I just think is the most frustrating thing. I'm not having that much sex anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of us bore like boring old sex that yeah. we have. And Not me and Chris, but us and our respective partners. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so they're like, "Well, we can't talk about this stuff in schools because we don't want to talk about sex in in about to like young kids because then they're going to go off and want to bone each other at you know ten years of age." Yeah. Do you think this is a is this a fundamental problem with uh, sexuality as a whole? Is that we define gay and straight as sexual orientation? Yes. So we are uh, calling them sexual things anyway, as opposed to defining them by the uh, by love. Yeah. Because so, I um well, just I, a, like a plain identity, like yeah. It's so, yeah, it's so tricky, isn't it? Like all the people arguing against there being so the uh, this campaign, there was a campaign on the internet a while ago that in Frozen Two, Elsa should have a girlfriend. Yeah, uh, and then people are like, "Well, I don't want to have to explain that to my kids." I think because they're worried that they can't explain homosexuality to kids without talking about like Anal. butt plugs and strap-ons, <laughs> which, which is, is mental. Your problem, but also, I mean, I guess there's also is a wider problem of like why we don't talk about sex. Um, to like when you're why sex isn't brought up when you're younger as well. Mm. Like it's such a controversial issue. I mean, surely there is a like a very sort of healthy way to discuss sex because it's literally the reason why you're on this planet anyway. Like not well, like yes to bone, but also because you were a creation of your parents boning. Like so, I'm a creation of my parents boning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm proud. When did you... Did your parents have a sex talk with you ever? Uh, there was a book in um, the bathroom. So when you were taking old shit on the dunny, you could read about uh, how you were created. Um, wow. But it was just like amongst all the cosmopolitan magazines that my brother would steal from my sister and bring into the bathroom and then I would peek into the sealed section of. Yeah. But in there, there was like a how... Why am I here book? <laughs> we had one of those ones. And it was an illustrated one. Yeah, maybe it was the same one. Probably was. Definitely the illustrations looked like... Of a mum and a dad, they looked like they were in their forties, and so it definitely made sex look like something you had in your forties and right. only then. When really it should be like you know a couple of like eighteen year olds in the backseat of a car <laughs> with a embellishment up in their hands, <laughs> just going for like, it. I love you so much. We'll be with together forever, and then they break up six months later. Mm. That's what sex really is. <sighs> 
This was a, a deep ish, uh, deep episode. This is a deep episode. I'm glad that we got there. Yeah. It started out very fun, and then it got quite serious. And now I'm hoping in these last few minutes, it's going to get fun again. Yeah, it can definitely get fun again. Um, a fun fact, I don't know. I don't even know. I mean, it's hard because what we're kind of talking about, like, while there is so much to sort of celebrate, there is so much to work on at the same time. Oh, and it's like, I, I get such an immense feeling of sympathy for all of our uh, LGBTIQ brothers and sisters and in, uh, in Australia yeah. dealing with these issues right now. And even then, it's like, I'm thinking about them as a Western nation. Where, yes. And then even beyond that, yeah. shit is so much worse We're than so many other much places. Worse. I guess one thing I have thought that could be, like, a interesting outcome from this is, like... With these, with money put into these campaigns, there'll be some really interesting um, campaigns that are brought out. Like that mm. might be kind of helpful as well. And the, I mean, ultimately, the arguments against same-sex marriage just don't stand up, in my humble yeah. opinion. And they've been crushed in so many other countries that, again, I think it's just going to be so obvious which way the vote should fall. So ultimately, I think things will be all right. For the me- for the meantime, it's great for the New Zealand economy because so many um, Aussies have to come over to here to get married. Yeah. And we'll 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 happily have you. And we're spending that money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, if not, just have a narcissist party. I guess is the main thing that you. The can main take over. thing. It's like twenty four hours just for you and your partner. And you can do whatever you want, but <laughs> everything must go. go. It's like a hot sale, red dot sale. Everything must go. Hey Chris, I've really enjoyed this episode. Hey, I've learnt lots. I've felt heaps. Thanks so much for having me in your presence <laughs> thank you for having me in your presence um love i can't wait another, for your dog everyone. party you love one another each and every human and dog and use that new emoji everyone and marry your dog and marry your dog and thanks once again to bigpipe.co.nz for sponsoring this episode of the male gaze make sure you go to bigpipe.co.nz and just sign up with them you freaks I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's the male gaze. They're both male, and they're both gay. The male gaze. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try? War Dogs uh, is a new film from Todd Phillips. It is not, as you might have thought, a kind of dark spin-off of Airbud. Uh, what? A dog can't serve in the military. Well, there's nothing in the rule book that says it can. Sign me up. You want to come with me, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> wow, he shoots a gun better than anybody <laughs> I ever seen. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.